listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton, and tonight I'm joined by the man whose best feature is his child-bearing hips, Kyle Sandin. Oh, I was hoping you didn't notice. Man, so many people tell me sugar on the lips, less on the hips. <laughs> I tried to notice. <laughs> you're, you're thick with two C's, Kyle, and I'm into it. I like oh. it. Nice. Right. I'll get me some juicy pants to go with them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like I don't see as many pants with like big words written on the ass anymore. Whatever happened to those? Uh, oh, let's bring just... it back. I think yeah, just... let's do yeah. it. You just don't work re- retail, sir. Oh, <laughs> <with like boots. laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Let me tell you this: they're still in business. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, shit, I haven't really had seen them in a while. Uh, we have to go to Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we also have a man whose greatest accomplishment is getting chat banned on Xbox 69 times, <laughs> Hunter Seelock. That is not an exaggeration and is a story for another time, but we will tell it. We'll, we'll I'm sure we've mentioned it on here. Friends and fans of the show, so you'll hear them all. Uh, I am surprised like some of our latest like Rocket League, Ro- Rocket League runs haven't got us in trouble. You've had oh, some singers on there later. Yeah, uh, yeah. Got to keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah. Last night, what, what did that guy say? That you were like, oh, we're going to learn him today. Yeah. He just went <laughs> off on him. I can't remember what his initial <laughs> response was. They scored in like the first 15 seconds because they just caught us unawares. And he said bald by a bronze or something dumb. Oh, and yeah, they beat him yeah. five to two out of spite. <laughs> yeah. Spite yeah. fucked him. Yeah, he he said the Anus windsock comment. It was yeah, his Anus <laughs> symbol of windsock. Oh no, the barbarian <laughs> cock. But who am I to who am I to judge? I'm trying to get that even seventy chat bands. Um, we also have <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend who always lands at Observation Tower, Brooks Nickel. <laughs> <laughs> Try to prove I don't. <laughs> Try to prove I don't. Uh, I love that no matter where we come in when we're playing PUBG, it's like there's Stalber. We're gonna get there somehow, and you will. Uh, we can fucking, make it. Yeah, deploy your parachute so goddamn early to get on top of that tower. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> it's a spot. Can't deny five him. minutes. It's a spot. I can't. I'm right behind him, so I can't say too much. <laughs> we're Stalber buddies. Uh, we're Stalber buddies. On uh, this episode, <laughs> we'll be talking about the best in gaming in 2019, our favorite games, favorite developers, and, and some of the best moments just within those games. Um, Kyle, I'm going to toss it to you to get us started on this discussion. What what topic do you want to talk about out of the gate? Oh, maybe something like best continued support of ongoing video games. Okay, in I like 2019. it. I like it. AKA GTA, some Destiny, Apex, and Rocket League. Anything else? Losers. What was your favorite thing they did in GTA? Was, was it Casino? Was there anything oh, besides yeah. like the big drop of it of just having that in there? Was there something little that... Like, I don't play GTA. I haven't played GTA 5 at all, I don't think. So, like, was there anything small they added or adjusted that you enjoyed, or was it just the adding the extra content that did it for you? The extra content. Like, it's allowed me to make way more money than doing any of the other, like, businesses. Right on. So. Yeah. So, so it's been done... handy. You might have to help me here, Kyle. So, they did the, the Diamond Casino update in, like, late July... Sometime this summer. Yeah. And then... Sure. I don't remember. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good, though. They've done, like, the... Is the the arena thing new this year as well? No, that was... Uh, I want to say that was last year. Okay. Okay. I had noticed That's that probably one of their worst DLCs. Okay. From, from what I've read. I haven't even got it. Messed the money on it because it's ridiculous. Gotcha. Yeah. And then... Did you guys say GTA Five takes that word? I, I I would personally go Destiny too for my pick, but I oh, definitely course. think GTA is up there. Like I, I think the fact that they're adding another heist tied to that casino really capitalizes oh, on what they've done so cool. this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think shit. that's awesome. That game came out in 
What? 97. Yeah, 2013. I don't know. For some of their, like what we talked before on an episode earlier, maybe last week or week before that, but with the casino, their player count was at its highest, right? Yes. Yeah. That's bizarre. That's bananas, dude. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, to yeah. me, they got to win that award. But, anyways, we can. It's funny you bring that up. I was talking to Hutton the other day, and I, I, I came up with an idea that it might be these. These little kids growing up since it's been out for like six years, you know, their parents wouldn't let them have it when it first came out. <laughs> and now they're able to actually you know, go buy it themselves or something. Sure. So that may, oh, that's I feel interesting. That may have uh, a small boost in their numbers. GTA yeah, 5 is a gateway game. Yeah. yeah. That, that risque status for that game does make it like alluring, I think, for sure. Oh, yeah. More, allowed to play as you grow because i'm sure we all had games our parents wouldn't let us play or whatever and, and those gta yeah one of them. because they won't mm-hmm. play. Yeah, yeah for sure i couldn't play gta um, like that's one of the reasons i don't play i, I don't like i'm not into any of the gta's because i didn't i wasn't able to play it when i was a kid when i started playing yeah. games so like i have no like nostalgia or anything like that connected to it so it sure it means nothing to me frankly sorry you know yes, but, I, no, my first one was gta 4 yeah so. oh was it really yeah you really should check it out, Hunter, because unlike the next game we're going to talk about <laughs> on this list, uh, you can beat hookers. Ooh. <laughs> God. We like women on this podcast. Don't don't get distracted by that. <laughs> and that was to say, Shout out to women. <laughs> sex workers, I believe, is the proper term. Oh, okay. Oh, well, well, it was a joke, but now, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the reason... I would go Destiny 2, and, and I don't know that I would have said it any other year. I mean, I think they do a pretty good job, but I think they've done some really interesting foundational stuff, enabling cross-save where you could migrate your account to PC and have all your items, all the shit you've done. Uh, I think yeah, that, that was brilliant. huge. I think, mm-hmm. um, I think they've had two pieces of content this year in particular that were really good. Uh, the Season of Opulence when they added Menagerie was great, um, and then when they did uh, shadow keep and changing how armor worked and adding um, more seasonal type content i think they've they've laid a, a nice foundation for the game their next season starts uh this coming tuesday and deals with say 14 and uh sundial on mercury and stuff so i'll i'll see how that pans out i Typically, their weakest content release comes out in kind of this winter block. Um, so I'm not expecting a ton from it. But the fact they're still churning stuff and they basically have something. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll shock us. Yeah. they Yeah. And that's one thing, Hunter, I was talking to you about it. They, they've been kind of weird. Like when Shadowkeep came out, they basically shut off everything that was coming to the game. And for this right. season, they have said almost next to nothing. They released a really strong trailer, but uh, their community manager said, hey, this time we want you to control the conversation. We're going to put stuff out. We've got lots of things planned, but we don't want to tease it too much. And we don't want to, we just want you to experience it firsthand. And so nobody knows what the pinnacle or ritual weapons will be this time. Nobody knows what certain activities even are that are on their content calendar. They haven't even explained them. So um, yeah. it'll, it'll be interesting. This is the first time they've, they've gone in kind of this blind on a major piece of content, but I, I, I think they do a good job. I think the fact that they have to cater to, like PvP, and then they have to cater to people that just raid, and then people who are more casual and just like the regular kind of PvE stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a tough, right. tough call. And so the fact they have yeah. released content in all the those arenas is pretty good. I bitch about I bitch about it a lot, but it, it is it's an impressive work of art if you'll oh, yeah. allow the phrase. Like just as a just as a, a video game, like it's it's pretty impressive, man. It's fat, thick with two C's. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's, it's thick fat with, with two the C's. There's something with, for everybody. <laughs> Sure, sure. Um, it's hot with a W. Yeah. I'm a, look, guys, like I'm it. part of it. I like it. It's I part like of it. it. Hunter, do you have a, a game that you, you thought did particularly well with ongoing support this year? I don't know. I think those two impressed me the most. I mean, I played, I didn't, like I said, I didn't play GTA. Uh, yeah. I think that I, as far as just like objectively, those two did probably as good as anybody or better. Uh, Kyle had mentioned Rocket League. They're great. I I almost put like Rocket League and the Overwatches in their own category because they have their own like monster competitive base. 
uh, that sure. kind of backs a lot of that. Yeah, you know what that. I'm saying? Uh, but I mean, Rocket League does great, and Overwatch does great for the cosmetics they pump out and yeah. uh, continuously I mean, you, churching it up. You have to mention those two for sure. Yeah, yeah, especially, yeah. especially this year, Overwatch with the roll queue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, Overwatch did fantastic. And even their, I mean, I know it's not 2019, but the, their announcement of Overwatch 2 and how that would integrate into the first title is their support's on the same level, I think, with GTA 5, Destiny 2. But yeah, and like Apex, Apex fan. did great. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm also, that's a, <laughs> I love that game. So yeah, yeah. Pretty, I think the scale yeah. of what they do, it's like a very different form of like fine tuning. Because it's yeah. not as like content heavy, I would say, as GTA or right. Destiny, but it doesn't have to be. Like they, they right. but that's know the, that's what the their players are looking it. for. Yeah, and the, and it's more and Rocket League's the same way. It's a fine tuning and do very adding, well, and they just stay yes. in that lane. Apex Apex did great, but like Apex is new. You know what I'm saying? So like sure. comparing it to the GTA's Destiny's Rocket League, it's it's a little early to to put them in the same category. I think. Talk to me For in sure. three years about Apex continuing yeah. what they're doing. You know, but I mean, their their updates and they're they're listening to the uh, hold, to the players hold, and stuff. They did they did a good job. Hold yeah. on, Hunter. Sorry. Uh, hey Siri. Remind me in uh, three years to tell Hunter about Apex and how it's still awesome. <laughs> okay, I added tell Hunter about Apex and how that's still awesome to remind us. You got close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Near enough. You got to get three years and be like, what the fuck? What the fuck am I reminding Hunter about how it's still Tennessee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. God. <laughs> we have fun. Yeah. Somehow, Classic. Bricks, you're going to get implicated in a murder or something, and that's going to become some leading piece of evidence. Well, Siri oh, no. says, sir, that you were in Hallettsville, Tennessee. Oh, no. Such a good man. I think you give that, I think you give that, uh, that award to GTA 5. Uh, Destiny 2, you know, I think Borderlands, Apex, Rocket League, kind of runners up, and then, yeah. you know, Overwatch, Rocket League, I guess, in their own little category, but yeah, still great. Yeah, yeah. they did a good job. They didn't Indeed, the game for sure. Like it gets to no. a, like no. those like those two games specifically. The ongoing support medal goes for them not ruining the fucking game by changing it sure. too much. Well, you know? Just let it be what it is. It's fantastic, and they've done a good yeah. job. Xavier. <laughs> Just let the game be what it is, you cunts. Yeah. <laughs> um, on. Yeah. On that note, let's move to our next topic of discussion. Brooks, what do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I want to pause, and I want to let everybody know that this is going to be a pre-spoiler-heavy episode yeah. throughout the rest of this. Um, so Looking out. Just, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you don't want to hear it, uh, <laughs> then skip it. Uh, but if you skip it, you're a wiener. Uh, but yeah, I want to talk about most jaw-dropping video game moments of 2019. Um, Hit me with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So for me, uh, it was Fallen Order, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Um, at the end, when uh, you know you 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 confront the second sister, who's Trilla, who's Sarah, your companions. Padawan who turned to the dark side and there's this like kind of weird heartwarming moment for a second where you think like Trilla is going to turn back and then Darth Vader just steps up behind her <laughs> and grips her with the forest and fucking chops her in half with lightsaber. Oh, damn. Yeah. Great, yeah. Dude. You haven't, nice. you haven't seen Vader at all, at all. in this game. Like, and at been, the very end. I mean, you know, if you know, if you oh, know, Pan, awesome. if you know, like the star Wars story, you know that Vader sends out these, Inquisitors or whatever to track down the remaining Jedi after Order sixty six, but you, you they don't talk about him. He's not mentioned, and then she just like freezes in in mid sentence and like the look on her face, and she just can't move. And then you just hear that. Oh God! Oh nice. Oh. But uh, he's a uh, yeah. So he he grabs her and holds her there, and you know you're like oh no, and then she looks at you and she she says like avenge us and he just fucking hits her with that lightsaber you're like oh shit it's on son uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking great see, moment I, nice fuck um, dude see I, I haven't played that game so any of you guys that are here same. still 
like <laughs> through the spoilers. That makes me want to play the game. Like I, I, I yeah. that one. Oh, yeah. you guys have said, you guys that have played that one, you two, uh, and some of the other guys that I know that have played it has told me nothing but good things about it. But I still have missed mm-hmm. it. But like yeah. that moment, like I want to play it for that That's moment. Same. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's 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 fantastic. It's one of the cooler video game moments for sure. Uh, Josh, it's Josh is usually Josh is usually not bad um, about spoiling things. Like he just won't even bring it up. And this one, I could tell he was struggling. Yes, like, yeah, you guys didn't spoil it. it. <laughs> did you finish it, Brooks? Did you finish Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I remember several of those conversations when he asked you that. Well, you guys did a good job. Congratulations. We didn't give you guys a medal. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah fantastic. Uh, to be fair, that whole story is fantastic, and I'll always take an opportunity to plug it. You should buy it. Great game. Yeah. Uh, but that was, in particular, that was probably my favorite. Uh, I know you enjoyed that one too, Josh. Did you have For another sure. one that, that you yeah. on par? Yeah. I, on, on that one, real quick before I move on, because I, I do think that is probably the best moment. Because it was the most, like, holy shit moment of any game I've played this year. Um, yeah. And, but I just wanted to add to it. That was like the coolest rendering of Darth Vader I have ever seen. Like he yeah. was imposing and threatening and horrifying, and it it turns into you running away and you can't hang with him. He's so beyond yeah. your abilities that it turned it into like a horror game at the end, where you're just yeah. trying wow. to escape this guy and like he's yeah, just whipping up everything around you and hurling. You're stuff. having to like wall run off of pieces of shit that he's ripped off the yeah. wall towards you and it's just like the, you're traversing Goodness. through this chase scene and it's great yeah he he feels like the darth vader you never really got to see yeah uh, outside of maybe some comics that just wreck shit that's awesome yeah, yeah it's, it's fantastic cool. man it's great um the other one i wanted to mention was control and that game was one that I, I was thinking, like, this is one of the better games that's come out this year. But what really cemented it as one of my top games was at, toward the very end, there's this character you've interacted with several times who's just a janitor. And kind of in the David Lynch style of storytelling, this janitor seems to know, some, like, be connected to this world in some weird, inexplicable way and has insider information. And he gives you this, like... Uh, cassette walkman he's been listening to the whole time he says this will help you get through this one room you've been unable to pass and you get come up to this room and all this room is is just a series of doors they're like doors stacked on top of each other like it, it just is weird it's like mm. ugly carpet and um you put on the the headphones and this like kind of cheesy like Norwegian metal song starts playing <clears throat> and when it starts the whole level starts getting manipulated to the music and so like the walls start opening up in different ways paths get closed off and open and it is one of the coolest fucking level design moments I've ever seen in a game like yeah, it, just how it yeah. how it manipulates and stuff is so cool um that part and then the so <laughs> you get to what you think is the end and it kind of does a fake out. And while the credits are rolling, these, this kind of repeated text, this corrupted text starts showing up in the credits. And then you wake up and you're just working in an office. Like the credits get all fucked up. And and it's like, like Neo and the matrix. It's it's like Neo and the matrix. dude. And your tasks, your objectives are like clean up coffee cups, make copies, deliver mail. And you start doing this, and you do it like one time, two times, three times, and it's still like the objective keep refreshing, and you're like, is this game fucking broken? What is happening? And then it's like, hey, take this to the director, and you go, and like some really wacky shit happens when you deliver it to the director, but then it starts over again, and it's clean coffee cups, do this, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Social commentary. And you do it like three times before you finally like your character gets like enraged enough to like break out of this mental trap that she's been placed in. And uh, the end of that game is is pretty sick too. Just like the I thought that I think a lot of people were like, mm, I don't know about the ending, but I thought that was fucking sweet. Like it was this really weird mind fuck at the end. Um, okay. Great. Into mind fucks. Wild. Yeah. Mm. Um 
I think it's also worth saying, like, uh, Kyle, we played Borderlands. I liked the the to be continued oh, toward the end of the that game. Was, that yeah. was going to be mine. Because I, I literally sat there. My jaw was dropped and it was like, they did not. They did not <laughs> just pull this shit. I was so close to turning my Xbox off and I was like, I gave it a second. And finally, I said, just kidding or I forget what it did. But then it continued. I was like, oh, my God. OK, good. Yeah. Because I was about to delete the game after that. You get to this part where, like, was, two characters get, oh. like, injured or something in a fight or something, and then it's, like, the story to be continued in 4, and the 4 is really big, and it's in that Borderlands font, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Oh, and it so sits angry. there for a while, and then it, like, hiccups, and then it, like, does a countdown, 4, 3, 2, 1, and then the game just resumes. But it was a nice little little moment. Like, yeah. Oh, sneaky fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah. <laughs> That was a much better part than their ending where this girl is on fire plays. Was... I agree. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Did, did you guys have any other moments in games this year that you thought were particularly good? Ooh, Hunter, I'm going to put you on the spot. Is there a spot in the Call of Duty campaign that stuck out to you? Yes. Incredible. Um, yeah, the... I, I love the Modern Warfare campaign. Uh, I feel like they walked the same line as Modern Warfare 2 did with like the note. Like you open up, first of all, we're all, we may all be sociopaths. At least maybe I'm a sociopath because I didn't fucking blink the first time no Russian came up and just started mowing sure. people down. Same. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. of course. Of course not. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, they have. They have some levels in there. I guess we're spoiling, right? Like the level where yeah. you go back as the female. I can't think of her name in um, one of the who gives a fuck a stands when she's a kid and the Russians are coming in. <laughs> God damn, dude. Shut up. Well, can any can anybody name that country she was from? Can anybody think of it? Is, is I can't remember. Stand? Her name. I don't know. Okay. I'm gonna guess here. It's stand. stand. So Russia comes in. And they're just gassing the village. Like the Russians are coming in and just gunning villagers down and shooting gas off and shit. And you're just trying to survive. And it's it elicits the same emotions as no Russian of just a visceral, violent response. You know what I'm saying? Like just stomach turning almost. But you're there. You're on the moral good side of it. Like you're you're the victim in this part, and you're not pulling the trigger. So like they managed to walk that line in 2019 that you would think couldn't be done. And that yeah, was yeah. that was just fucking glorious. I mean, the yeah. the, re- the actual storyline is a bit convoluted. I mean, convoluted maybe a wrong. It's it's Call of Duty. You know what I'm saying? Those guys are sure. bad. Shoot those guys. Um, I mean, I I love the shit out of it. But that was what I enjoyed the most about it. Was there's a few moments in the campaign where you fig I figured at least that they wouldn't be able to pull that off like they did several years ago. Um, and they did. It was it was beautiful. Yeah, and that part where it's like the big Russian guy that's killed your father and he's still in the house and you're yeah, having and to sneak around and get this. It's a knife, shoot. right? Yeah, yeah, a knife, knife screwdriver. screwdriver. Yeah. yeah. It, and, and it's, you feel and it like. It takes so many times you to stab him and then your brother ends up helping you and stuff too. And that part's tense. It's terrifying. Yeah, like it's, it like, like my heart was like it takes a lot in a video game from like my actual heart rate to start increasing. Like I've been at this a while. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like that was one of those moments where like I was properly <laughs> scared. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But like as far as the camp as far as the no, storyline goes, yeah. um it was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I do think that's Brothers. one of the the better really one of the better like just FPS campaigns in a long time. Not even just Call of Duty. I mean just Agreed. in general. Is, I'm gonna say I enjoyed Gears Five quite a bit. I was pretty surprised by its campaign. Yeah, um, and I'd say the the jaw dropping moment for it's when you have to choose which one to save. And I'm, I thought it was a weird they threw that in, but it was still it's still pretty wild. Yeah, hang on, hang on, Hunter has decide which it? one. No, but you okay. guys can spoil it. I should have I should have finished it already. You can talk about it. It's yeah. no problem. I should have well, finished I, it already. That's I didn't on say me. who. I, I'm not going to yeah, say yeah. who. But you have to decide to, ch- to to save someone. I mean, we and, can. We're spoiling for fans. I mean, if you if you, it, it won't hurt my feelings at all. I'll finish the game still either way. No, so. I mean, I'll just leave it at that. It, it, you can get the gist. But there, they are two major characters, and what what yeah. I think is so wild about it is they've never done anything like that. And mm-hmm. then it's like, how does the story progress? 
yeah. people choosing different things because these are like integral people oh. in this new mm-hmm. run. And so I, that's the yeah. part to me that's like, that's man, a... I don't know how you make a next game. No, exactly. <laughs> like, how do you yeah. address what, that decision in the next? They game? may not. But, they may just let it let it be what it is and just end it. It's it's gears five for fuck's sake. You know, like <laughs> it's okay. To, it's okay to end it. I mean, I I love gears. It's one of my favorite series of all time. I just I just love I love it. Uh, I say that, and I haven't finished the campaign. Sorry, fucking sue me. Uh, it's super short. You should you should hop back on it. It's have to be really easy now, because yeah. I'm I'm four or five hours into the campaign probably. So I know yeah, you're pretty close. I know I'm close yeah. to the end of it. I probably only have a mission or two. But the problem is now when I get in there, I dick around in the open area on the skiff and just searching out little nooks and crannies when I'm by myself. You know yeah, what, I'm that's what I did. <laughs> so you know. I would be okay if they didn't make another one. You know, I don't think I would have said that very long ago, but it's one of those things like how long can you make it before you ruin it? You know what I'm saying? How long can you redo it before you fuck it up? So they're going to. Yeah. I think they're getting close though. We're trying to finish it off, I would hope. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt my feelings. Like maybe with the next game, next installment, yeah. I would I would think. Yeah. Let's move on to you. <laughs> what what do you yes, want to let's. talk about on uh, of the best of this year? What topic would you like to discuss? Uh, the multiplayer, multiplayer experience okay. would be would be a hoot. Um, the best might be a strong word for modern warfare, but it's speaking it's of an anger, experience. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an experience for sure. Oh man, uh, I I mean I enjoyed okay, but if you haven't tried the multiplayer on uh, modern warfare yet, just know the time to kill is like half a second, and it's fucking miserable. So just go into it knowing that it's miserable, even for Call of Duty standards. But you know. I just throw on a riot shield and throw in knives and have a good time at it. But as far as the best, I feel like uh, Apex. Yeah. As far as the new games go, did it as well as as well as anybody because they took the the BR uh, the concept, the stencil, if you will, for for sure. BR, and they added a lot to it, and they made it a little bit more arcadey. Even I mean, they made it along the Fortnite Fortnite lines as far as the. Um, the uh, artwork and stuff goes, mm-hmm. but they, they added some stuff to it that changed the game. You know what I mean? Like just being able to respawn your friends where when you die, you're not out of it just yet. And yeah. to the point where these other games started doing that. So like they, they, uh, they capitalized and uh, added some stuff to the genre that, that I really enjoyed. Uh, especially at the time, if you didn't like Fortnite, but you wanted to be R, you were kind of fucked. You know what I'm saying? Cause like yeah. even, even at the beginning of the year, PUBG was not, great still you know the the hit registration (laughs) seems shoddy and it was like i don't know man i'm not a hardcore gamer so i don't necessarily need the realism and all that kind of stuff so PUBG was never really my favorite but uh apex did a lot right by it you know did a lot a lot right by that genre they came into the the br when so many games had shut down or been canceled or had failed to make a dent and and they show up and everybody's like, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea, but right, um, like Call of Duty, Black Ops Four was bleeding players in their BR mode blackout. Uh, yeah. it just seemed kind of abysmal for them to come in. It just um, seems so bland. Like blackout seemed so bland to me. Uh, you know was, what I'm saying? Like that was it, so dumb. I don't know. It didn't feel enough like Call of Duty for me to feel like I was playing a Call of Duty BR and it, I don't know man I never mm-hmm. it, it was never my my bag we play, what did we have we did we play a dozen rounds of blackout Probably between us maybe you yeah. know oh yeah. Uh, yeah and like they tried with that zombie mode or whatever and yeah. I think I played a round of that I was like ah done with it go play apex mm-hmm. if that's what you're trying to do my only my only gripe with apex was is the three man squads and it took a it took a while for them yeah. to get anything else besides the three man squads, I feel like if they would have came, if they would have opened up with solos, doubles, and triples, they, not necessarily four, but like we have a pretty good, a pretty good sized gaming squad. Like we could fill yeah. out a four man squad just about any night of the week if we put the call out. And so yeah. that was a little bit of a bummer. It was probably my biggest gripe of Apex, at least early on, was uh, the lack of squad size options. Yeah, I agree. And they still don't have permanent, fi- uh, you know, duos isn't permanent, solos isn't permanent. It's kind of like a rotator now, um, right. which I wish they would just make permanent. So. Like they came of almost like an, a little bit of an Overwatch feel. You kind of had your uh, kind of had your your hero with your different. Uh, you had a, a you could kind of do a, a squad composition 
Sure. You know, you had your mobility and your defense and shit like that. And so, like, that was neat. That was new to the genre of it when oh, yeah. we thought the genre was tapped. When we were like, well, we've seen everything that can be done. Respawn came in pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah. I think, too, what I, I like about just that composition aspect is you can be smart. You can have somebody that's good at healing and somebody that's a defensive character and right. a recon character. So, you know, you could be really wise in how you mix and match. Or you can just like min max it and just everybody go mobility and just we did great when everybody was mobility. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like the characters were balanced out really well. Like I sure. like there were some of them like Wraith had some had some abilities that were pretty overpowered, but that's a yeah. strong word. But like they were pretty balanced. Yeah. Like just because yeah. somebody had a Wraith on their squad doesn't mean they automatically beat you. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Like they did a good job where like the abilities would help. But they weren't they weren't game enders. You know, somebody with a wingman could still kill all of your fucking teammates, no matter who you were playing as. But uh, yeah. which is hard to do in any in any game. You know, so that, that Apex would probably go if I had to pick just multiplayer. Apex would probably be number one for multiplayer yeah. experience. But I I didn't play Borderlands. So did anybody do any multiplayer on Borderlands? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was not. Not very fun. I, I mean, the co-op <laughs> portion was, of course, you know, because they, because I knew they had tried, they had done where, like, drops instanced for each character, so you guys weren't fighting over, right. loot and stuff. Did that did that work as good as you guys had hoped that it would work, or was it did it not really change that much? I mean, as far as gameplay for I didn't you? notice much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think like, like I liked that a lot better. I, I wouldn't say it was like a major change in like how you mm-hmm. played or anything, but it was nice to not like everybody be digging through loot and stuff and feel like it, uh, you know, which we wouldn't really have to do with our group of friends, but if right. we were yeah. in a matchmaking instance or something, that would, that could be a problem. Um, sure. But I think I, I always enjoyed hopping in and doing the co-op. I like boss farming with Kyle or something, trying to chase a specific yeah. gear. Yeah. That, that stuff's pretty fun. That was um, fun. And I had a blast playing with Brooks and Jay through a lot of the campaign with those guys. Um, I think what ultimately is like the matchmaking feels kind of wonky to me. Like if you're just trying to matchmake for the story, but you you want some teammates, it throws you in close to where you're at, but not necessarily um. like the same mission or say, and so like that can be real shitty. And then sometimes yeah. you get in an instance of like, if you're trying to do one of the kind of, what is that mode called, Kyle? The slaughter. Oh yeah, those slaughterhouse cistern uh, of slaughter or whatever missions. The... Yeah, there were different ones. Mm-hmm. Cistern so... of slaughter, slaughterhouse three thousand, all that crap. Yeah, when you did those, which was just like this fighting waves of enemies, it would get progressively harder. If you tried to matchmake for those, you could get, and I think they fixed this maybe eventually, but. You could get thrown into somebody playing on like Mayhem Three or something, and then you might have just hit max rank or something, and you can't really hang as so you're just dying over and over again. So really, I don't know shit tons of money, <laughs> and you're just well. like, "Good God, this is fucking awful." So, like, th- I think on that front, not so great. But just like the core experience, the boss farming, all that stuff is 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 fun, and it's a nice casual way to just hang out and, and oh, yeah. people. But right on. Well, that's. I mean. The Apex and Call of Duty were the ones that I played. I mean, I played Gears 5 on the multiplayer, but I, uh, they changed a little bit. I mean, it, well, I say that. They changed quite a bit as far as how the power weapons go and most of the stuff. That was fantastic where you you spend your kills uh, yeah. to get the weapons. That was beautiful. But other than that, it was Gears. So if you like the Gears multiplayer, it was beautiful. You know, hey, uh, you beat me to it. I was, that was going to be my mention. Other than Apex, that was probably my most more memorable matchmaking experience as far as fun yeah. goes. I had a blast yeah. playing that with you guys. Yeah, I, I'd be interested in getting into that. It'd be a slaughterhouse because there's people that that's oh, all, yeah, that's, that sure. was their main. You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah, main yeah. Call of Duty and Destinies and stuff like that. There's guys that just main Gears. And I, I haven't mained the Gears multiplayer since Gears 2. And so, even and I put an unholy amount of time on that one. But uh, I've still loved the storyline since then. But you know, I, I we would get probably worked, but I think it'd be worth checking out because that because yeah. that's great. But oh, yeah. other than that, th- those are those are probably my top mentions for for that so, category best multiplayer. Yeah, I I think Apex would be my choice. But on Gears, I think one thing on it that is always surprising me. You're talking about those high end players. So much of that game skill ceiling 
is tied to manipulating the movement system in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it is wild what people can do with that on what's at surface level is such a simple mechanic. Because yeah. it's because it's real clunky and you're real, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you the wall slide like you'll be. I've played and it's been like this since a long time ago, since Gears One, where people will just wall slide around the map and they're never running. They're they're never doing anything but sliding around with a shotgun, you know. And it's yeah. oh yeah. it's it looks like they're lagging all over the place, but the game just can't keep up with you sliding <laughs> between everything. And it's gotten a lot better, obviously, with the newer the newer iterations. But yeah, it's it's bananas how how people can manipulate that. It's kind of like a Rocket League almost in that way, where it seems so simple. It's like, well, fuck, how much could you actually do with this with this skill set, you know? And people that that's what they do they you just take it to another level that casual guys like me can't you just can't compete with but it's impressive nonetheless what do you think josh what's your what's your best of category if you had to throw a dart oh if i had to throw a dart i'd like to talk about best developer of the year and so i i I think there are three that really stand out to me and they're all kind of underdogs in one way or another that i think really broke through this year um, so we've mentioned Respawn with Apex, um, but they also put out Jedi Fallen Order. So they've had two of the biggest games of the year. Right. Impressive. And, and, which is huge. And, and they're, they're a studio under EA, and they're kind of infamous within that because EA fucked them so hard like two years ago when Titanfall 2 came out. They put it like a week away from Battlefield 1. And so the game sold horribly like it was like the dumbest scheduling ever and and they were kind of on the ropes really as as a team because it was like oh your game didn't make any money you know um and then ea took away they canceled what three different star wars games that different people were making or something and the fact that respawn was able to hang on to theirs i think says a lot during that whole chopping block fiasco um and so I, I felt like this year was like their year of vengeance in a lot of ways, because not only did they get screwed over that year, but they're one of the only holdouts under the EA umbrella that doesn't use uh, Dice's Frostbite engine. They refuse to use it. Oh yeah, games. really? And it's funny right. to me that like the one That's developer cool. that doesn't use your 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 engine is the one that's like succeeding and everybody else is kind of struggling like anthem used frostbite fucking so much, hint yeah, <laughs> yeah i had so much trouble with it and stuff so um I, I just think that's awesome that they've they've kind of come out swinging this year kudos to them um and then i wanted to mention remedy they're the guys that made control um i think control is going to be kind of a sleeper game i think it probably hasn't sold particularly well uh, but it, there's rumors that may be coming to Game Pass soon, um, Ooh. which would be awesome. And then I think that'll help yeah. them get more of a player base. I think as you get to this kind of end of the year, I think they're going to win a lot of awards, and that'll get them a little more notoriety and make the game stand out as well. I mean, there's there's several games that are Game of the Year contenders, but I, I think they'll snag some awards for sure. And then Obsidian. I wanted to mention them. Outer Worlds was fantastic. It was the best fallout game that's come out in a long time and it wasn't a fallout game <laughs> yeah um, but uh i i think for them you know they're, they're in a really cool position right now where they've been this just tiny studio for so long and now they've got microsoft money since microsoft hey. acquired them and then kind of just gave them the the green light to do their thing so i think we'll be seeing a lot from them in the years to come they have another game That'd coming awesome. out uh this spring so um excited yeah. for them what about you guys you guys have some some developers that that you think had standout years uh, respawn is is my main one uh for yeah. sure with with apex mm-hmm. yeah agreed i don't know where and then like you said then then jedi which i've heard i'll, I'll get that one i'm gonna get it now because you guys are talking yeah, about that last same. scene i'll get it for <laughs> sure uh because i love i love some slow some of that shit so respawn would be my my main one Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Was it didn't Infinity Ward have some play in this recent Call of Duty? Yeah, Infinity Ward did this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd give them pro. They they really brought that like good old Modern Warfare Two feel back for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they did in the campaign, but the multiplayer. I can get there with you on that. Really felt like that, but sadly, I don't have the patience I did as Modern Warfare <laughs> Two to <laughs> Maybe enjoy that's it as much. But <laughs> yeah. 
I've just grated down. Point, and nothing. Yeah, it was really close. Like the first match <laughs> I played, I was like, "Wow, this is Modern Warfare Two remastered, pretty much." You know, just, yeah. So, that that is an cool. accomplishment for sure. Brooks, Nostalgic. what about you? Do you have a developer? Uh, yeah. What you guys said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Good yeah. job. All right, thanks, bud. All right, we're going to get now to our best games of the year discussion. We're going to do a top five. And before we do that, I'm just going to briefly say some honorable mentions that are not on my list. Um, I wanted to say something about Outer Wilds because I think it was one of the most innovative games that came out this year. That was the one where you were an alien and you kind of kept repeating the same day as you were close to this kind of galaxy-ending supernova disaster. And so you'd play the game kind of in these 30-minute chunks, and you'd find out a little bit more about the mystery and unravel that. And I think there was nothing particularly innovative with the gameplay exactly, but the music was great, the world design was great, um, and then the just the way they told the story, I think, was innovative. It was super cool. It wasn't like my type of game exactly, so it's hard for me to be like, oh, that's in my top five. But I thought it was one of the more interesting and, and, and cool games that came out this year. Um, and uh, and your name was Bill Murray. And your name was Bill Murray. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Sick reference, Brooks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you've lost me. Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Day. Really? No. Oh, you're you're repeating uh, the gotcha. I'm with you now. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, that would that would be the main one I'd want to say. I, I guess maybe Blair Witch. I thought that was a great horror game. Oh, Super sure. interesting story. Way more complicated and focused a lot on like mental health and PTSD and, and did it in a very tasteful way. I, I was super impressed with that. Um, and, and how like when you would take a path, it would loop you back to where you had been at one point before and stuff like that and fuck with your head. Like some of those mechanics are really cool. Do you guys have any honorable mentions you want to toss out before we get um, going here? Just Dance 2020. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite yeah. song to Were you kind of guy? To? Hey, it's on Xbox One. Okay. Looks like I got a new one for Christmas. Got to pick it up. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll just start then. We'll do. We're starting with number five. We're gonna count it down. Uh, we'll go around. Uh, Rick, you want to start us off with your 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 number five? Um. Yeah. My number five was probably Borderlands Three. Um, so I think, uh, I'll let you guys talk more about it if you want to, but the reason I have it at five on my list is because it's a fantastic game. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it was just for me. Uh, I think I built it too much up in my own head. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just wasn't enough. Of I would agree to that for me to not just be like, I have more borderlands, but if you love borderlands, you'll love borderlands three. It's super a plus. Yeah. yeah. It was full on borderlands up to the end. And then, you know, you did some. Like Hutton said, did a bunch of boss farming, but it was just it was just lacking something after after you got to like level fifty. Yeah, mayhem didn't do shit for me. So. Sure, I'm with you there. I, I think like it it was a lot of fun. The loot was cool. I I do think Destiny could learn some things from just like how wacky the guns can be and abilities can be. Oh yeah, so like. like like to really improve player enjoyment versus dropping builds and stuff. More good guns. Yeah, yeah, and increase <clears throat> loot drops. Yeah, for sure. Instead of doing quests. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to argue that with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we've had it before. <laughs> Three on one, Josh. Um, that is one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're on our well, time limit here. Oh, man. Here's the, here's the thing none of us are really playing Borderlands. I'm still playing Destiny. That's why nice. Destiny's loot system works, and Borderlands does not. You get all fair the enough. Shit you don't have anything Agreed. to chase. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but the, um, I I think of Borderlands. I th- I thought the story was pretty good, pretty solid. It's cheesy as fuck, but it was that same level of humor that they've always had. And um, I th- I enjoyed it way more than I expected I would, to be honest, because I I never really got super into the others. I played through the first one on two. I think I got maybe halfway or something and just kind of lost interest. So it did maintain my interest. Um, but I, I would have liked to see more of an end game. It, it doesn't feel like enough of a jump in this era of games and, and its competitors to 
for the long term. But, th but that's fine. I mean, if that's not what you're looking for, it, it doesn't have to be that game. And we've talked about that before. Um, Kyle, what's what's your number five? I had one more thing to add to that board. Oh, that, yeah. You know, I always did like the Borderlands humor, but I feel like a lot of it was way too forced in the third one. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ease it back a little bit. Like, this is getting yes. ridiculous. Yeah. For even for Borderlands standards. For sure. But, uh, but yeah, my number five was Call of Duty. Okay, awesome. And that would probably be higher, but I haven't done the campaign yet. Okay. Pretty multiplayer based, oh, I yeah. put it at five. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Are you enjoy it? Uh, I, mm -hmm. It jumps up a couple notches, in my opinion, just for me, for the uh, sake of the multiplayer, or for the campaign, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because uh, campaign was fantastic in this game. Very short, but good. Worth it. Well worth the playthrough. Yeah. I don't have it in my top five, and, and the main reason is the multiplayer. And it's not because it's necessarily bad. It's just like I think it still needs... You hate it. Oh, there you mm -hmm. I do it's personally hate it. it. I do personally hate it. But it, the meta is not right. Like it's it's not there yet. But it yeah. So much of it is made so well, and it has the potential to be one of the best shooters ever made. And and just how it feels, it is one of the best shooters ever made. And oh, how the yeah. campaign ran, it was fantastic. But I I think like the multiplayer is why we typically play those games, and it oh. is the most frustrating game I think I have ever played. So it's, for me, I don't know why, it pushes all the wrong buttons for me. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, I, I do think that's there's a lot that's excellent about that one. Hunter, what about you? What's your number five? Well, I'm going to be real honest with you guys and the listeners. I'm only going to have three because I didn't play many new games this year. So I've only got top three, so I'm sorry. If I told you these well, other I'm ones, I'm I'd be with lying you. to Oh, you. thank God. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was going to be the only one. <laughs> no, no. I mean, because I, I need to get to Fallen Order. I want to play Outer Worlds. And I have Borderlands, yes. but I haven't fired it up yet. So, I mean, I can give you my number three unless you just want to wait around for that. No, we'll wait. We'll wait well, for three. Yeah, yeah, that's probably good. Yeah. We'll sorry. make it better when we get to yeah. that. Sure. We'll make it better when we get there. I put some fillers in, so you guys like those. It's a little gift everybody gets. Uh, my number five was uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Um, I thought this was just a superb fighting game, ton of fun. I loved what they did with the story, bringing in like basically the 1990s versions of these characters with the the current versions of them as kind yes. of a way to critique their own like sexism in their old games and some of their like bad attempts at humor. It was like a very interesting way to like say, hey, we know that. We weren't always like the most tasteful. I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. They're never going to be the most tasteful. But some yeah. of the, the stuff, it was like an interesting way to address stuff that just wouldn't be uh, acceptable by a wide portion of the population today. Um, and I, I liked that component of it a lot. I thought the story was fucking fun. It was like an Avengers movie. It was a huge scale. Ooh, it was putting together a team. It was having this massive fight at the end. It It was... A ton of fun, and a, a spoiler on this game that like affects how these games move forward is at the end. Basically, Raiden sacrifices his god status and gives it to Liu Kang because it's the only way they can beat this enemy that you're fighting. It's called Chronica, and so that that changes a lot for it moving forward. Like, what do you do with Raiden? How how influential is he or whatever? Um, but it also was a ton of fun to play as Liu Kang with his moveset and Raiden's moveset together, <laughs> which was a really cool, cool little twist at the end of that game. Um, Hell yeah! But that that would be my number five. I thought it, thought it was excellent. Four Brooks, what's your number four? Uh, my number four, I had Call of Duty at number. Four. So moving on to Kyle's number four. It was Borderlands Three. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. We just slipped left and left. Yeah. Moving on to Josh, number four. Uh, which is Borderlands 3, which we already talked about. Um, awesome. And let's go to your number three, Brooks. Uh, so my number three was Sekiro. Um, yeah. And I, I, I'll humble myself here. I have not beat it. So there's a lot of that. Sure. It's brutal. Not. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's brutal. And I'm not super great at it. Uh, but I played enough of it. To to definitely say it's it's one of the better ones of 2019, uh, in a year that was pretty stagnant um, for Xbox releases. But it it's that classic Soulsborne combat um, with a few tweaks. 
uh, new setting, same just sprawling, intricate, you know, Metroidvania type map that you play through, uh, where you you see a lot of stuff that you've played yeah. earlier from a place you've progressed to that's either way higher or way far further off in the distance. It's just it's very neat. Um, it's a fantastic game, but it is it is brutal. So I, I do think there. like their their storytelling was sharper in this one too. Um, yeah, um, they did. They definitely departed from what they've done in all of their games yeah. before. So yeah, kudos to them. I that's one man. I uh, I keep saying like we're not going to block of time. I'm going to play that one because like that's a game that's hard for me to like play for an hour or so and in the evening because it's so much about building up your your abilities in that game and and, and losing over and over again to the point where you you, you adapt learn. And learn. Yeah, you just learn what's, so, the, what's happening where you're going. Yeah, and so for me, it was like I had a lot of nights where I just felt like I was hitting a wall or wasn't making progress, and it's hard to hit a rhythm if you don't have a substantial amount of time. So I've got some vacation coming up over the holidays. Try mm-hmm. to revisit it then. Um, yeah, it was a superb game, for sure. Uh, what was your uh, number three, Josh? My number three was Jedi Fallen Order, which we've, we've discussed just the awesome moments in that game. Um, I, I do think... Like just some of the boss fights were super cool. I can't think of the one of the Jedi's you fight at the end, the former Jedi, that that outcast guy that has the two lightsabers. That fight was super cool. The lead up to that fight, the number of times you saw him, and he's this mysterious guy before you you had the showdown with him. I loved the group yeah. dynamic in that game. Just the, I, I think it just and we talked about this in our review. It got the core of what makes Star Wars good, which is a flawed group of people who build a friendship and and help each other to like become better people and overcome those flaws and take on some monumental task. And and it did that better than in anything in I, I think it's the best Star Wars story that's been told. I haven't watched Mandalorian. I, I hear good things about it. But it's funny to me that so many people are like, damn, the best Star Wars shit in a long time has been this TV show and a video game and, and it hasn't been the the most recent run of movies, but um, I I loved it, man. I, I think the I wish the some of the movement mechanics were just a little tighter. I, I felt like that was not always the best on some of the traversal, but there were so many levels where just like what you're climbing, what you're going, the sliding, and how you'd have to combo some of your abilities to get to places felt so fun, so cool. Platforming in it, um, yeah, it was a, it was a fucking great game. One of the best single player games I think it's come out in a long time. Just action adventure type. Mm. Game. Uh, Kyle, you're number three. Gears five. Nice, nice. Um, do you think that's mostly tied to the story on that one? Yeah, like I, I was just blown away. I was very surprised by the, the story on it. Like I got emotional in a couple of parts. Which sure. I didn't expect. So. Oh, your little heart was just so. And full. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I didn't play much of Gears four, so just you know, coming in, not really fresh on Gears four to kind of have a good uh, campaign and kind of bring you up to speed and add yeah. all those elements to it. That was I, felt, good. I felt like they did a good job of recapping for it at the beginning, though. Like, if you didn't finish it or whatever, it, it, they did a really nice yeah, job agreed. of, like, hitting the plot yeah. points so you wouldn't be lost. And Yeah, you don't see that too much. That for sure. helped mm-hmm. me a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hunter, what about you? You're number three. Apex I got for number three. They did what Hell they do very yeah. well. For sure. And a great fucking game. Um, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed playing that one <clears throat> a lot just again here lately with, with you, Bricks, and, and Jay a lot of times. I think that's a... It's I. <laughs> <laughs> the other night we had that one match where it was just like we laid it, it was just fight after fucking fight. It was just wild. Yeah, it's Everyone's cool. That I game is, is really good. I think I've thought on it a lot. It's a fun game. Uh, BRs have been done to death already. There's a yeah. ton of different BRs. I think what it's done that allows me to just play it is the fact that the matches are just so quick. They've distilled it. They've, yeah. they've shrunk yes. it down, but expanded upon it. But as far as the time and the map scale, it's it's shrunk, and it's a lot faster paced. And you can jump in and 
play five or six games and it's not as grueling as, you know, losing <laughs> five or six games of uh, PUBG. It's just, yeah. it's different. And and you're right. I mean, Hunter, Hunter's right. They, they do what they do and they do it well. Uh, yeah. Their last map sucked, in my opinion, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was cool to get a different map. Um, I like that everybody's now like, give us, you know, King's Canyon or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Missing the fucking old map. Um, but honestly, I hope they bring it back into rotation with this second map and add a third one, you know, on yeah. the next big content drop. Um, because it's it, it's good and it's fun uh, to run through some different terrain with those characters' abilities, especially like sure. you said, we play a lot of the, you know, uh, movement speed-based characters and it's neat to just see new stuff. So, but yeah, great game. Yeah. It is weird to me that they've kept their first map out of rotation so long. I expect them to do that for like a month, but it's what three months now since yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I, I just feel like I don't, I don't know if they're just overhauling that map or something. I feel like that's almost the only thing it could be at this point, and they're doing some mm. changes to it. But um, yeah, great, great fucking game. Um, okay, we're on number two, right? Got everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. number right. two. Brooks. The deuce. What's yeah. your number two, Brooks? Oh, my number two. Yeah, it's uh, a... <laughs> uh, yeah. I put Outer Worlds number two. Um, fantastic game. I know we've, we've talked about it uh, to death over the last month. Um, but yeah. it's good. I still have not finished it either, so I'll say my Hail Marys. Um, but it's it's good. It's the best Borderlands that we've got in a long time. I'm sorry. Best Fallout, Fallout whatever you said earlier, Josh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. It brings back those those RPG elements that Bethesda's been lacking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, even uh, last... Say the uh, least. Yeah, really a lot of your AAA RPGs have, have missed um, in their last couple installments. And that's just... Sure. That depth of dialogue, that um, sense of choice, yeah. uh, just your ability to to really do whatever you want to do within the confines of what you're given. There's there's a lot yeah. of choice choices to be made, and so fantastic game, loved it. Yeah, it's my number two as well. So kind of hop in here. I think I think the two things for me, and and honestly, it is so close to the number one game. Like there's just. Uh, I think one thing kind of separating the two for me, but on Outer Worlds, what I loved about it was the companion missions I felt were poetic. They were fucking cool. Like when you really do the stuff with the crew you've put together and learn about them and help them with something, there's, there's one like romance uh, kind of chain of quests. that's tied to, Oh my goodness. Now I can't think of her name. She's like the first companion. Pavardi. When like that one is so endearing and sweet, and whoever does the voice acting for her, I think it's Ashley Birch, if memory serves, it's just top notch. She's she's done a lot of voice acting in video games, but man, it was so good. I think the other thing I really loved about it, aside from everything you said, Brooks, is just how it respects your time. So many games, it's like do this piddly bullshit. Collect eight million pieces of this. Blah 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 blah. Destiny. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Like 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 Destiny will do. Where where it's like this this artificial lengthening of a game that that really adds nothing to it. And and this cut all of that. You know, it and it's all of it's fun. All of it is interesting. I think the only thing I would say about the game is it starts a little slow. It feels a little too old school at the beginning to me. And I I almost checked out. And so if you're feeling that way when you're playing it, hang in there. It picks up pretty quick. So I, I would say the first half hour or so of the game is is a little dull. Um, but after that, it gets very interesting, very fun. Great game. Kyle, you're up. Number two. My bet. My number two is the Casino DLC for GTA 5. I don't <laughs> right. Yeah, this year like Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, no. I mean, that was yeah, a huge man. addition. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think their heist coming out will be one of their best yet. So. Yeah, um, the setting for it that is reason. Superb. Mm-hmm. I, I think it'll be. I'm with you. I'm excited kind to try it out. An Ocean's Eleven sort of thing. And you, ah, oh, I was about to say, and you play uh, your character's name's George Clooney. 
I will make one for that reason. Oh, <laughs> I'll do Pit. All right. I am the third member of Insane Clown Posse, and I'm not changing my character's design. I've got him right where I want him. And Perfect. You're just going to have to deal life? with it. I just went blank on that. You made another character. Dave oh. Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, we'll have yeah. him on the crew as well. Yeah. <laughs> my Jeff Goldblum character. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hunter, uh, what was your number two? Uh, my number two is, is Gears. Uh, I'll explain yeah. why it wasn't higher momentarily, but my gears whore. We've talked about it. I won't carry on, but gears <laughs> is my number two. Brooks. All right. The top one. The big one. The big kahuna. Your game of the year. The greatest fucking game ever in 2019. What is it? Just Dance 2020. Ooh. <laughs> for the Wii U. <laughs> Perfect. No. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, for sure. Um, yeah. Beat that horse. It's it's just for the story alone. Pick it up. It's fucking fantastic. If you can't if you don't like the combat, put on the easiest setting. You'll melt shit. Play it. And you'll, worth yeah, it. you'll just enjoy it's the awesome. story for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think Josh and I talked about it, and I'll I'll leave it be after this. But I mean, it's I think Josh said it's his favorite bit of Star Wars for sure out of the whole you know Star Wars media universe. Um, for for me, I think it's like second. To the Knights of the Old Republic, the Darth oh, Vader yeah. story, but it's it's a close tie. So done very well. Check it out. Hell yeah, Kyle. What's your number one? Mine is Cyberpunk's twenty seventy seven trailer. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the trailer. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, man? Can I, can I change my number one? one? Yeah, that's Keanu great, Reeves especially. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that says a lot about this year. It was not yeah. a great year. Uh, yeah, I was like, Hunter, I had like maybe three games, two, three games I played this year. Well, everything and, else has been 2018. <laughs> and don't get it twisted. The, the games we're talking about are all very good, but in any other year, they would be like probably closer to like the 10th best game. <laughs> Right. It's kind of, right. Oh, like, yeah. A lot of these, like, uh, so I, I'm, I hear you, Kyle. That's that's a good pick. Uh, Hunter, your num, your numero uno, the creme right. de la creme, your game Forgive of the year. Me. Modern Warfare is is my number one. Uh, Hell yeah! Only because the campaign, Ooh. the campaign's flawless. I love it. The multi okay, yeah. multiplayer is flawed, but it's fixable. I think I think they yes. can fix it. The question is whether they will or not, because you know there's another Call of yeah, Duty yeah. coming out next year. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah the <laughs> Sorry, about I mean, the answer's probably no. <laughs> probably not. I mean, probably not. But uh, because I haven't played a terrible amount of the Gears multiplayer, and my lazy ass hasn't gotten around to finishing the campaign, so I'd feel like I was lying to you if I put that above there. My nostalgia sure. is higher for Gears, but Modern Warfare for sure for those reasons. Uh, my my top pick, I'm going to go with, with Control, and I think the only reason I would put it over Outer Worlds is just the innovation it does with level design at the end of the game, with the quest structure, um, and there's also this, this mechanic in the game where you kind of are traveling, I don't know if you really want to call it dimensions or something, but you're kind of traveling to these these very odd places, and you go to this kind of middle space that's just a hotel. And when you're in this hotel, it's just kind of a long hallway. You go and you kind of have to solve this little puzzle to get to the room you were trying to get to. And those get increasingly weird because you use it several times throughout the game. And at the end, one of the scientist characters has this like basically a music video. And the whole game, he's just been this guy who's like basically reading PR type statements like, here at the Federal Bureau of Control, we're trying to blah, 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 blah. And he's just like nice little informative videos. And you're in this weird fucking hotel. This video comes on and he's like dancing and singing and wearing different outfits. And it is one of the weirdest fucking most beautiful moments in the game. But like, uh, so it's like the game is weird, does crazy shit with level design. I, I think it's just um, a really curious and wonderful and imaginative game and um i i hope it sees a bit more success than it's had because i i think it is a standout for sure but that is my pick see you later 2019 
Peace yep. out, 2019. <laughs> Horrible. Watch the trailer for Cyberpunk again. That's right. Um, <laughs> April 2020. Um, yeah, man. So, um, I, I do think it's probably worth noting over the next couple of weeks, um, you know, news is pretty slow generally in the holidays and stuff like that. And so we might be doing some kind of weirder, more special episodes to kind of compensate oh. for that. But, um, and then in January, I think Game Pass is going to save us because they're bringing in all the... I don't know if Final Fantasy comes out then, but I know Yakuza and Final Fantasy and all that stuff starts coming out early yeah. next year. So that'll be awesome. But I think that's Wait, worth noting. Do you want to just stop? Do you just want to like stop doing podcasts now and then we'll just play all the Final Fantasy games? Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Sure. Um, okay. okay, well... Let's end this episode in a way that's unlike how we end every episode, in that this week Kyle is going to tell us what's in the box. That's right. Because with great sorrow, I have to announce I will not be on next week. I will be on a cruise ship drinking pina coladas. (laughs) Poor bastard. Maybe some margaritas. (laughs) But first off, we have a half-used razor for Brooks. I've seen that that bush around your face. It needs to be <laughs> trimmed up. Okay, all right. It's stiletto, so it you know it, you got you got some good miles out of it still. That's why the best you can get, man. Used. Yeah. yeah, as a man. Thank you. Yeah, but but that a memento to, since I will be gone next week. Josh, Thanks. for you, I have an empty monster can. It was uh-huh. full, but I got thirsty. On the way back from the store, so what happened to you the can get like five wall? to ten cents out of it in some oh, states? Okay. So Great. there you go. Glass, Kyle. <laughs> so awful, Kyle. <laughs> and then for Hunter, I've got Trump Jr.'s book, Triggered. So oh. you can get all riled up for next week's Hunter's <laughs> Angry Corner. Pot. God, you know me so well. <laughs> oh, oh man, a little beautiful. close to home, but I'll take it. <laughs> I, I, i'm upset i'm upset because i feel like hunter's gift has a better resale value than josh and i's gift <laughs> you got yeah, the best yeah. a man can get and josh that's got right. the he can turn it in and save the environment that's right i feel good about himself have you started reading that book already don't judge me we'll talk about it next week have you oh shoot <laughs>